Welcome to Kids Village, the podcast. I'm Sam, co-founder of Kids Village and host of this podcast. We are building the UK's first luxury, beautiful, countryside holiday village just for children with critical illness and their families. This podcast follows our journey to building and opening the first Kids Village. On this episode, I'm talking to Kids Village ambassador Amelia and her mum, Michelle. Amelia was diagnosed with osteosarcoma on her seventh birthday and as well as having chemotherapy, she had to have her leg amputated. She is now 10. She is on the line. Can I confirm you're 10? Yes, I am 10. She is fully recovered and living life to its fullest. I first found Amelia through a sort of chain of mutual connections from the Royal Orthopaedic Hospital in Birmingham just because I was looking for children who had recently been through battling a critical illness because my experience was so long ago and we've just kept in touch since then and Amelia and Michelle have even appeared in a Kids Village video which you can find on our website that we played at our ball last year. So hi guys how are you? Good yeah really well thank you. Good. Thanks very much. Good. So um, I think we better start off. I can obviously explain your story but I think it's better if it comes from you Amelia. Do you want to just tell everybody a little bit about um, who you are and your journey and your story really? So I'm Amelia and uh, in 2017 yeah, um, I was at a club, uh, a school club and I tried to do a cartwheel and I just collapsed. Um, nearly had to get an ambulance. But then my mum came and put me up. We went to a hospital um, and I was diagnosed with cancer. Tumour. Yeah, tumour. swelling on your leg. Yeah. A swelling, which apparently had been there for six months, even though we didn't know that. No, no other symptoms really. No symptoms at all. Um, and so... Eventually, because I had chemotherapy, which is supposed to kill the cancer, but it didn't work. So I had to have an operation on my leg. So I had to have the bottom take the no the middle of my leg uh, from above my knee, below my knee, taken off, and the bot my bottom where my foot is in that turned around and reattached. And that's called rotation plastic. It's quite unusual, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And why mm -hmm. did they do that? Um, Nina, why did they put your foot the wrong way around? Why? What does your foot do now? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> my um, heel now acts as a knee. Yeah. So, yeah. so my heel's now my knee. Mm -hmm. So it acts as my knee joint in a prosthetic. That in my prosthetic which is my basically my metal leg which helps me walk now again which is very clever very clever mm -hmm. and you I last time I saw you you were talking about your next color of your next leg and you said you were going to go for rose gold did you go for rose gold mm -hmm. yeah because that was a, a special one wasn't it they haven't done before mm, yeah they had to get a special material Love that. It took a while to get it right, but it's mm -hmm. spot on, rose gold and sparkly. Beautiful. And, yes, and thinner, so she's got more flexibility and it's not as bulky or heavy because her legs and oh, muscles are stronger, so she can do even more than she could. Yes, because that is my favourite, one of my favourite things about Amelia, um, is that you do everything and anything <laughs> 
that any 10-year-old girl wants to do, don't you? You dance, mm-hmm. I've seen you on high wires, I've seen you climbing yeah. mountains. <laughs> you do yeah. more than probably most 10-year-olds, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Ice skating, roller skating. Yeah. Cycling. Everything. Yes, anything she can... <laughs> anything she can scare me with. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So are you happy with your leg, how it is at the minute? Yeah, yeah. I'm very happy with it. Good. So, Michelle, do you want to talk a little bit about what... Because we're trying to, um, obviously, talk about Kids Village and why it's so important for families. Can you talk a little bit about what it was like for you as a parent and, um, you know, what Yeah, what was it like? Yeah, it's, 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 it doesn't feel real, such because it's something that's so tragic and, obviously, you don't know what the end result's going to be, how your child's going to cope, whether your child's going to survive. Um it's it's a very surreal experience because every day you keep thinking it's something never happened to you or your family you'll never hear those words that your child's got cancer and you know it happens to a small minority of people and then you start to realize actually this is more common um than you thought you suddenly thrown into a hospital on a ward with um everybody other families that are in the same position okay with different cancers and at different times of their journey um and there is that sense of you do become this is your new family this is your new home you're in hospital pretty well we were there for 10 months as an inpatient and we got home most weekends for for, for a night or two um well, my, not always it was normally tuesdays that i got Thursdays. to go to school no, oh Tuesdays. yeah, you'd have Tuesdays an odd day at school, school if she was well enough. Um, but the rest of the time, then the most people you're spending twenty four hours a day sleeping with, you know, on the same ward, in the same bay, you're you're more or less next to each other because at the time at the children's hospital we were in the old part of the ward. They've since opened a new ward, which is is fantastic. It's um, way better. But we were cramped in, so there'd be six of us yeah. in this little bay with a curtain in between you. You're more or less touching the next person. That, and obviously, your chil- all the children on um, chemotherapy on different uh, machines that are bleeping and going off all night. No, I can still hear that. Do you remember that noise? Yeah. yeah. You can never go to sleep, though. You're literally like, yeah. beep, 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 beep. You beep, sort of beep, do beep, learn beep, to, beep, to switch off. Um, because it becomes part of yeah. your new norm. Um, I learned but to sleep you don't with ever the hospital noises, sleep. though, yeah. did I? I learned to sleep with the hospital noises this one, so apparently I was asleep and this child was screaming because of something had happened yeah. and I'd still sleep because I got that much used to it and all everything going off, all the bleeps going off, mm. I would still yeah. I'd get used to it by that, by it that is, time. It is, it is. It is very strange how the new norm becomes, you know, this change becomes your new norm. You do feel like no one else will understand. And it's hard because unless you're in that situation, you don't understand. And with the current climate with lockdown that's been going on, obviously, this year, we've adapted very well to it because we were used to being in isolation. We're used to being away from our normal life, away from school. Um, in worse circumstances obviously than they are now but he's stuck in, in a cramped ward with a meaning of being very poorly on chemotherapy um and just having your whole life thrown about so this being at home and 
around your own comforts and obviously she's not and still been able to go to school now as well he's, he's worse he's, he's, he's easy really because we've done we've done a lot worse a lot worse um yeah so it is it's just it's hard to explain to people how i feel and it's it is horrible it's devastating there's so much um pain going on obviously at the time with the other children and you share their pain as well so you become a part of this new family where you feel for them as well so when their children are struggling on treatment or relapsing or, or the treatment's not working you feel for them as well and obviously we've known a few children and that we've became friends with that have that have passed away and not made it and it, it brings you closer and it makes you it does change your perspective in life a lot definitely and I think that's something that we obviously want to try and achieve with Kids Village is that feeling of people mutually understanding. Because um, I, I know that you guys, I think, managed to get away a couple of times and there are places you can be offered to go on holiday when you're in this situation. But right now there is nothing in the UK that is dedicated and special that you are surrounded, which is what we're trying to do, obviously, by families who Don't understand. Travel far as well. I mean, we were very fortunate because we've got a tour of caravan, so we could yeah. go an hour down the road and be somewhere beautiful and have a few hours away a day away a night away together change yeah. of scenery um a real change of scenery yeah and um, but you don't want to go far and you don't want to be flying somewhere really and that because you want to be near your hospital until the treatment and everything's finished and you're in remission then in the interim and while you're during treatment you're not like amina wasn't well enough to do much but she did need something. She needed something to look forward to. Mm. Something we could say, even if it was just the fact where it's a change of scene and we were looking at, like we went to Bradgate in Leicester mm. a few times. So we could see, good. yeah, so we could walk, she could um, take her, her wheelchair, have a look around. We could see the deer, you know, and just have a few moments, have a coffee. And, you know, that was a special day. So that time away from the hospital, but spending time yeah. together in a safe environment was really important to you yeah. guys. Really important. And that way then we wasn't having contact with lots of other people and yes. we could easily get home or get to hospital if like the once when she, she did have a, a bit of a turn in the temperature and we yeah. had to quickly, but we was, I remember when we, we was like, quickly enough. it was like somewhere and it, we went on holiday once when we was in hospital and we was literally in the woods, basically it with the caravan away from no away from everything no one um obviously there's places to get shops and food yeah, yeah. but like it felt like we was just alone with our own secret play it's like our own we could get away to i love yeah. that, that but good. still close enough to get anywhere yeah. if there's a moment, you know you're sort of less than an hour away really from anything yeah that you need uh, yeah you're yeah. not off the map yeah <laughs> but it felt like you had your own little secure little place yeah and I think actually yeah all of those things will happen at Kids Village because it's a really you obviously haven't seen the site because it's still secret at the moment mm. but it's a beautiful countryside place where everyone will have their own lovely lodge with lots of glass looking out to the trees mm. and they can sort of just escape there like you said to their little secret bubble whenever they need to yeah it's and to look at yeah, just and to look at something because when you're on the ward, um, I know the children's hospital now. They've got big windows. That's part of all the new rebuilds, so they have got some views out. But it's only looking mm. on Birmingham 
city centre. Yeah, <laughs> there's better sites, isn't there? Yeah, when, when we were there, the window would be that high up and if you was in isolation, all you saw was a wall. You didn't, there was no view, there was nothing. You can't open the window so you can't get any fresh air. Absolutely. So you're just looking again at the machines and the, the nursing staff and obviously everyone else who's there who's, who's poorly. Um, so to be able to, yeah, just sit and take a different view in is, it's the small things then that you appreciate. If you can make some, you know, something happen where you yeah. get to do something different than hospital treatment and doctors and medicines and injections and everything else then oh gosh, it's Mom. so so special and it's so good for the soul so to speak and your mental health and everything else i was going to ask why you think kids village is important but you're, you're kind of explaining all of it as we go along <laughs> it, it is it's your mental health as well and it's those things then that when you go back in for your next lot of treatments you've got that happy thought yeah I, it's like confidence and memories and happiness to take forward so it's not all i mean our memories of going through treatment there's some real um low yeah. times like no but there's, but there's some highs yeah that's what i mean there, there's there some really some nice highs, moments because like even like those highs are like the smallest of things that made things really good like i can remember when i had to be in hospital for my birthday the one year I yeah, to, diagnosed. yeah, the year I was diagnosed, I had to be in for my birthday. And I remember it was probably one of my best birthdays ever, even though all that <laughs> happened was, was I went out, went outside, actually outside for once, had two balloons and a little cupcake, even though it was literally <laughs> just that. <laughs> it was just like one of the best birthdays ever, even though it was literally just those tiny things. It was the Royal Arthur Pit, so it was Aww. on the children's wood, you know, the outside doors that you can go on to mm. by the playroom. Yeah. There, wasn't it? Yeah. I was just sitting out there with like a little cupcake about that little chocolate cupcake a bit about that big. It was the happiest day ever in hospital. It's these real really moments. You you appreciate the really small things in mm. life, um, and they're the big. Ones. If you were going to help a family now who were going through that time and they were coming to Kids Village, what small things would you do for them? What little magic would you sprinkle? Have you got any ideas? We were talking about... Um... Like a secret place, like a little like area, like maybe it could be like thing, things like a little trail in the woods, a secret house in a tree. Yeah, I love that. Know yeah like tree houses and stuff like that or maybe what about like a little treasure hunt when you arrive and you've got to find little little sweets around the lodge yeah she had mentioned talking about stuff donuts mentioned (laughs) um and like we went to lapland uk last night oh my gosh that was amazing and was it oh tell me about that out in the woods with the huts and so to try and replicate obviously the the real lapland um yeah it was amazing. You took on a trail on a little journey and fairy things. Then you had to you had to do so. It was like a trail. You had to first you had to park your car in the car park, and even the car park was pretty. Um, was it? Yeah, and then it's just it, in the middle of the woods. And, yeah, yeah, and it oh, was cool. set out with different animals, fake snow, and yeah, different. Wicked. There was like different animals each 
each um, parking that was like a different animal. I think we were like squirrel or something. Yeah, yeah. they all were named after animals. And... That, oh, which, that's cool. Which was quite cool. And then we came in and it was like, it was like a little house, <coughs> a wooden house. Um, and you then there like was a... like a little, a little door and a big door. I went through the big, the little door. You your own passport and that and that was something mm. special just because you'd arrived to a special place I've you've got, got this that. little oh that's cool so maybe we could do a kids village passport to arrive in the magical woodland yeah. well you can have it stamped um for different activities or things that you might do oh cool do us a thing i think yeah those little spe special touches because these are the sort of things that you get obviously at the your big theme park type places and the real light line, but you can have a touch of that at the kids' village. I mean, another thing I was thinking is obviously not for every child, but I think some another big thing for Amina while she was on treatment that if we could get to visit like petting farms and things like that, and I think animals, oh, I okay, not, animals. not for all children and that, but for most, I think animals is amazing for um, people's recovery. I mean, Amina is now involved with the local alpaca farm. Are you? Yeah, you're involved with Lucky Tales in Hurley, which is the village next to us. Yeah. And in oh, the school cute. holidays, including last week, on a Wednesday, she now volunteers and helps at Lucky Tales Alpaca Farm. That's so cool. What are alpacas like? I've never met one. No, we have, oh, this, they're adorable. That We have a one llama as well. There's all sorts of animals like meerkats. Guinea pigs, parrot. And what do you actually do when you volunteer there? Oh, I just like help help out with showing showing around, showing showing the animals, stroking the animals, holding the animals. She sits in with the meerkats and just. Do you? Do you cuddle, can you cuddle them or do yeah. they run away? They'll literally let you pick them up. There's like three baby ones as well. And then there's dogs. Alpaca walks we have the dogs. Do. We have rabbits, guinea pigs, alpacas, pigs, sheep. Awesome. What? I love quite, that. It's very therapeutic, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it lowers my stress level, I guess. It makes me feel <laughs> calm in my zone. That's good. <laughs> so, my final question, which we've kind of been talking about a lot, is why do you think Kids Village will be so good for families? And you can both answer this in however way you like. For me personally, is it, it's it's having something to look forward to and because you are planning um you can't plan long term i think it's just important to have somewhere different somewhere special something that you know is going to lift your spirit to bring you together as a family that's not a hospital that's not just your house that you're getting away from it all and once you're there it's you could be anywhere in the world Anywhere just being together yeah just doing something that would be classed as a normal and what normal yeah, family yeah. does if whatever normal is these days but, yeah. yeah you know my mum who obviously was a parent of me when I was poorly said the exact same thing that all she wanted was normal and to be all together in a lovely place yeah and you just want that little bit of something special because that's what's going to keep yeah. you through the rest of your journey while you're on treatment 
is those having those special memories not just the memories of oh well this time last year we used to be able to go abroad and we used to be able to do that yeah because all you start doing then used is, to be is feeling sorry for yourself and just thinking oh we'll never do that again but the fact that you've got some new memories of something you can do now while yes going through this horrendous ordeal that that you are you've got there's some little light at the end of the tunnel all these little things are so important they mean so much even to the point of I think one of the highlights for me was um watching Anton Dake's Saturday Night mm. Takeaway and oh we had God. and we I had remember. a takeaway Richard went and got a takeaway and we had it in the shared family kitchen oh my gosh I remember when I uh, was in hospital and you were like it was like one of our first times mm. Uh, the start of us being in hospital and mum was like oh why do we have to be here and mum was mum was like ah and I was like it's all right mum we've got Anton Dex said I know it take away we'll be fine and mum's like great I'm like yeah yeah you've got to make everything little thing special I mean for Amina that massive thing was Strictly because she's oh, a dog, I love Strictly before. mad 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 yeah. about it so if we, was, <laughs> if, fan. if we was at home we'd have uh, to watch it on the Saturday night we'd have uh, my mum and dad come up and we'd dress up and watch it all together love that. and if he was in hospital when it was on we used to try and celebrate again with snacks and the nurses would watch it with us and yeah <laughs> it's a big thing so it's just having those little moments and if there's a kid you know if the kids village can help do that as well it might be a special moment might be a, a, a cinema night. night a movie night yeah. but you're having it Definitely. in somewhere new and magical and there's all the treats yeah hot chocolate and popcorn and donuts, donuts. yes um, you seem to love donuts is that your new favorite thing yeah. mad <laughs> mad for donuts now <laughs> Well, thank you so much for talking to me, guys. Amelia, if you have any more ideas, write them down. Tell me them. You're like a little <laughs> ideas factory, which is amazing. <laughs> I will, I'm sure, have you on the podcast again. Um, but thank you for appearing on your first one. And I thank will you. do it again thank soon, I'm sure. Yay. Thank you. I'll thank speak you very to you very much. much.